All right, people, it is good to be here studying the word of God. Open up your Bibles to Exodus chapter 33. The title of the lesson today is The Journey Resumed. Exodus 33, and let's read. Exodus 33. Then the Lord said to Moses, Leave this place, you and the people you brought up out of Egypt, and go up to the land I promised on oath to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, saying, I will give it to your descendants. I will send an angel before you and drive out the Canaanites, Amorites, Hittites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. Go up to the land flowing with milk and honey. But I will not go with you, because you are a stiff-necked people, and I might destroy you on the way. When the people heard these distressing words, they began to mourn, and no one put on any ornaments. For the Lord had said to Moses, Tell the Israelites you are a stiff-necked people. If I were to go with you, even for a moment, I might destroy you. Now take off your ornaments, and I will decide what to do with you. So the Israelites stripped off their ornaments at Mount Horeb. Now Moses used to take a tent and pitch it outside the camp some distance away, calling it the Tent of Meeting. Anyone inquiring of the Lord would go to the Tent of Meeting outside the camp, and whenever Moses went out to the tent, all the people rose and stood at the entrances to their tents, watching Moses until he entered the tent. As Moses went into the tent, the pillar of cloud would come down and stay at the entrance, while the Lord spoke with Moses. Whenever the people saw the pillar of cloud standing at the entrance to the tent, they all stood and worshipped, each at the entrance to his tent. The Lord would speak to Moses face to face, as a man speaks with his friend. Then Moses would return to the camp. But his young aide Joshua, son of Nun, did not leave the tent. Moses said to the Lord, You have been telling me, Lead these people but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. You have said, I know you by name, and you have found favor with me. If you are pleased with me, teach me your ways, so I may know you and continue to find favor with you. Remember that this nation is your people. The Lord replied, My presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. Then Moses said to him, If your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. How will anyone know that you are pleased with me and with your people unless you go with us? What else will distinguish me and your people from all the other people on the face of the earth? And the Lord said to Moses, I will do the very thing you have asked, because I am pleased with you, and I know you by name. Then Moses said, Now show me your glory. And the Lord said, I will cause all my goodness to pass in front of you, and I will proclaim my name, the Lord, in your presence. I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. But, he said, you cannot see my face, for no one may see me and live. Then the Lord said, There is a place near me where you may stand on a rock. When my glory passes by, I will put you in a cleft in the rock and cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Then I will remove my hand 
and you will see my back, but my face must not be seen. All right, now. Now, the, the last time we were together, we saw the gross sin of Israel who had made a golden calf to represent God. The Lord just told them not to make any graven image. Yet here they are doing exactly what God told them not to do. We also saw that when asked that some of the people chose their sin over the Lord. In this chapter, God instructs Moses and the people that it is time to get moving. Now, we start out with when the Lord tells the people to move on. He will send an angel to protect them, but he will not go before them. Notice verses one to three. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, depart, go up from here, you and the people whom you have brought up from the land of Egypt to the land of which I swore to Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, saying to your descendants, I will give it and I will send an angel before you and I will drive out the Canaanite, the Amorite, the Hittite, the Perizzite, the Hivite and the Jebusite. Go to a land flowing with milk and honey, for I will not go up in your midst, because you are an obstinate people, lest I destroy you on the way. Now, the people were sad when they heard the word of God. Notice verse 4. When the people heard this sad word, they went into mourning, and none of them put on his ornaments. Now, notice it says the people heard. It didn't say Moses was saying the Lord told me to tell you like a lot of the false prophets and prophetess have done and they still do in the 20th and 21st century. But God wanted the people to hear him say what was about to happen. And I love that about this part that's recorded in scripture because it lets you know that there was no games being played. There was, you know, there was no way that Moses could be the big man and say, well, you know, the, the Lord told me, you know, the Lord said it. So they all can hear it. Now the Lord tells the people to remove their ornaments. Look at verses five to six. For the Lord said to Moses, say to the sons of Israel, you are an obstinate people. Should I go up in your midst for one moment? I will destroy you. Now, therefore, put off your ornaments from you that I may know what I will do with you. So the sons of Israel stripped themselves of their ornaments from Mount Horeb onward. Next, we look at the tent of meeting and we see this in verses 7 to 11. Now Moses used to take the tent and pitch it outside the camp, a good distance from the camp, and he called it the tent of meeting. And it came about that everyone who sought the Lord would go out to the tent of meeting, which was outside the camp. And it came about whenever Moses went out to the tent that all the people would arise and stand each at the entrance of his tent and gaze after Moses until he entered the tent. And it came about whenever Moses entered the tent, the pillar of cloud would descend and stand at the entrance of the tent and the Lord would speak with Moses. When all the people saw the pillar of cloud standing at the entrance of the tent, all the people would arise and worship each at the entrance of his tent. Thus, the Lord used to speak to Moses face to face, just as a man speaks to his friend. When Moses returned to the camp, his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, would not depart from the tent. Now, I would like to once again point out that this is not a situation where Moses is saying he would meet with God in the tent behind the mountain where the people could not see. But the people also saw the cloud descend. 
Look at verses nine, nine and 10 again. And it came about whenever Moses entered the tent, the pillar of cloud would descend and stand at the entrance of the tent and the Lord would speak with Moses. When all the people saw the pillar of cloud, you notice that you notice that not what that all the people saw it standing at the entrance of the tent. All the people would arise and worship each at the entrance of his tent. So they all would see this from the entrance of their tent. Now, Moses is a true man of God. The only God who showed himself uh, not not only to Moses, but to the people as well. Now, this is not like the God of Joseph Smith. If you don't know who Joseph Smith is, he's the man who started the Mormons slash uh, Latter-day Saints Church, where he was told to look at sacred writings that only he could read and the people could not see it. This was no secret, but the true God revealing himself to the people. Now, Moses intercedes. We see this in verses 12 and 13. Then Moses said to the Lord, see that thou dost uh, say to me, bring up this people, but thou but thou thyself has not let me know whom thou wilt send with me. Moreover, thou hast said, I have known you by name, and you have also found favor in my sight. Now, therefore, I pray thee, if I have found favor in thy sight, let me know the, thy ways that I may know thee, so that I may find favor in thy sight. Consider, too, that this nation is thy people. Now, next... We see that God answers Moses and he does this in verse 14. And he said, he being the Lord, my presence shall go with you and I will give you rest. Now there, now there are five words spoken that gives Moses peace. I will give you rest. Now let's look at this rest as it came to pass. Turn to the right to Joshua, to the book of Joshua. And I want you to get Joshua chapter 21. And let's see this rest come come to pass. Joshua 21 verse 44. And the Lord gave them rest on every side, according to all that he has sworn to their fathers. And no one of all their enemies stood before them. The Lord gave all their enemies into their hand. Stay in Joshua. Go to chapter 22. Let's look at verse 4. And now... The Lord your God has given rest to your brothers as he spoke to them. Therefore, turn now and go to your tents, to the land of your possession, which Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave you beyond the Jordan. Now, notice who it is who gave them this rest. It says the Lord God. So Yahweh Elohim or Jehovah Elohim. That's who gave them this rest. Now, Back to Exodus 33, Moses responds, verses 15 and 16. Then he said to him, this is Moses speaking to the Lord. If thou presence does not go with us, do not lead us up from here. For how then can it be known that I have found favor in thy sight? I and thy people, is it not by thy going with us so that we, I and thy people may be distinguished from all the other people who are upon the face of the earth? What Moses is saying is, is that. The, the, the way that we have our strength and we can show everyone else that you're with us is, is that they see that pillar of cloud before us. So they know that you're standing with us. But Lord, if you don't go with us, then where would be our where would we get our strength from? Where would we get the visual aid that you are with us? Now, the Lord gives Moses comfort in verse 17. The Lord said to Moses, 
I will also do this thing of which you have spoken, for you have found favor in my sight, and I have known you by name. So the Lord gives Moses comfort. Now Moses wants to be even closer to God. Verse 18. Then Moses said, I pray thee, show me thy glory. Moses wants to see God face to face, but he can't. Next, we see that no one can see God's face. Notice verse 19 through 20. And he said, this is the Lord speaking, I myself will make all my goodness pass before you and will proclaim the name of the Lord before you. And I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious and will show compassion on whom I will show compassion. But he said, you cannot see my face for no man can see me and live. This reminds me of something that's crossed my mind dozens and dozens of times when we are in eternity and we are in our spiritual bodies will we see the lord god in his glory now maybe the way we will see him is in the light that he will provide in heaven and if you want to know what light i'm talking about you can uh look up revelation 21 and verse 23 and you will see what i'm talking about now moses cannot see god's face but the lord said this is what i will do Finish it up with verses 21 through 23. Then the Lord said, behold, there is a place by me and you shall stand there on the rock and it will come about while my glory is passing by that I will put you in the cleft of the rock and cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Then I will take my hand away and you shall see my back, but my face shall not be seen. Now, doesn't it just warm your heart to see that God uses his hand to cover Moses? Let's look at a couple of other places where this took place. Turn to Psalm 91. Psalm chapter 91. Okay. And I want to look at verse 1. Psalm 91 verse 1. He who dwells in the, in, in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Drop down to verse 4. He will cover you with his pinions, and under his wings you may seek refuge. His, his faithfulness is a shield and bulwark. All right. Also, let's turn to Isaiah. Isaiah 49 and, and verse 2. Isaiah 49, verse 2. He has made my mouth like a sharp sword. In the shadow of his hand, he has concealed me. And he has also made me a select arrow. He has hidden me in his quiver. Go a couple of chapters over to Isaiah 52. I'm sorry. I misspoke. Isaiah 51. Isaiah 51. Isaiah 51. And we want to look at verse 16, Isaiah 51, 16. I have put my words in your mouth and have covered you with my, with the shadow of my hand to establish the heavens, to found the earth and to say to Zion, you are my people. So that's just a couple of more places where we see that the Lord uses his hand to, to cover us. And the same way he did it for Moses, he does it for us. Even to this day, when you ask for the Lord's protection and his guidance, he's still there. And he will cover us with his hand and protect us. Well, that brings us to the end of Exodus chapter 33. If you haven't already, 
like wherever you find this podcast at like it you can find it on what apple Podcasts, iheart spotify pretty much anywhere that you can uh you can even find it on my bus bra page anywhere that you could pretty much get your podcast you can find this podcast don't forget about our youtube channel bereans corner you can find all that in the description whether you're on the youtube page whether you're on the podcast page you can find all the other ways that we can be reached other than that that's all for now God bless you.